I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast episode, but I'll say it again if I did. I've been told from a therapist that I was likely the first person in my family line to feel their feelings. Now, I haven't learned how to feel them fully or or in a healthy way or a a balanced way, but what I mean is I think I'm the first person to not shove them down so quickly. Like, from a young age, I would be bothered and I would think, no, I need to, like, I need to fight to be heard or I get to be heard, but I didn't quite understand how to do that and I'm still refining my, my voice. Hello, welcome or welcome back to my podcast. My name is Ariel. I am a hypersensitive person, an empath, um, someone who probably has ADHD and maybe on the autism spectrum. Um, I'm hypermobile. And today I am being so humble and calling myself a generational curse breaker. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but it makes sense with the generation I was born into and being like the youngest of like first generation American kids to like Filipino immigrant parents. Like I feel like I was set up pretty well to be someone who could express herself. And I'm thankful because in that way, I think I'm, I'm, I am a generational curse breaker or I'm, I'm healing generations of people who couldn't feel their pain because they just didn't have the luxury or the time to do it or the environment where it'd be met or understood or cared for. So yeah, I'm kind of thankful. So I saw a TikTok about this a couple weeks ago and like, I mean, it hit, it like, it resonated because I've, I've just felt so different from my family for most of my life. And it wasn't this different though of like, what was weird was I always had this sense of knowing this, this, this sense of purpose actually in that, like, I'm not here to learn how to assimilate, how to, how to continue suffering or anything. It's like, I kind of knew even as a young child, like, no, we have to stand up for our feelings. We have to stand up and be cared for. And I know I was like that because I didn't take shit from anybody (laughs) when I was younger. And I honestly had no reason to be like that. But besides, again, being sort of set up in the timing that I was born. So, okay, what is a generational curse? It is a habit or something passed down throughout the generations that probably manifested as trauma or you know it can also be just a pattern of living so for example always living in poverty or always i don't know like no one ever actually breaking into a creative career but oh you know things like that no one no one being in a career that they're passionate about and then if it's manifesting as trauma, people never never feeling their feelings fully. And it can also be like actual health problems. So like like always having diabetes, like 
which is, and like heart issues, which is very common in the Filipino community. And for me, you know, I feel like I'm breaking a couple of things or I'm disrupting a couple of things. Because first of all, I've been dealing with a lot of health issues lately. And I've actually, God, I listen, everything that's healing me is probably from social media. <laughs> so I, I listened to this um, personal development spiritual guru. Her name's Sahara Rose. Love her. She is, she talks about how she went through health problems and in order to actually heal them, she had to stop being rigid and learn embodiment. So she was also explaining how because she wasn't learning how to be in her body, how to honor it, how to listen to it. And instead she was just like yelling, like yelling at it to do things well. She actually became a little bit sick. And for me, same thing. Like I've developed digestive issues from years of trying to hustle and make it in, like make my own business or or make it in the entertainment industry. And while I still want to do all those things, I did it in a very rigid, like do everything well, like bust your ass, don't sleep a lot, you know, the typical toxic hustle culture way. And I know I've talked a lot before about health problems, but today I'm talking a little bit more about how that's just something that's been passed down. Like I, my mom has told me before that she told me the other day, you know, when I was your age, I was having these I digestive issues too. And then right now she is dealing with some like full body eczema or something, which I'm pretty sure is something that starts off with bad gut health. My ha my dad has stents in his heart and he also has has to like has to like heal some things that probably started when he was younger or heal from things that started from bad habits of eating or whatever he was doing when he was younger and i also couldn't help but think it's not that it's you know we i've had generations of people not not taking care of themselves right because again that's too rigid that's too like you have to eat well have a like perfect diet like exercise all the time whatever it's they didn't have a healthy mindset or and how could they because a lot of the times they're living in survival mode so of course for generations they could not express themselves well and not only that it's not only that they couldn't express sadness or whatever. It was, they didn't even, I don't think they had time to really care about themselves at all. So it was like, when did you have time to even think about having a healthy diet? When did you have time to think, oh, I'm going to be on this healthy regimen, unless you were in something intense, like, like the military or, or something very, you know, set up for you. Because otherwise, I don't think, I think they just kind of did everything they could to just keep going. And otherwise, they're just pushing themselves. And I will just say, I give props to 
everyone in my family line for being badasses in that way, for always just moving through. And yeah, of course it causes frustration. Of course there's the typical like Asian, like Filipino mindsets aren't expressive emotionally and they're not going to be emotionally available or like touchy-feely or whatever. And I guess at this point in my life, I'm okay with that because if they were, they would be depressed all the time. They'd be sad and, and pitying their life all the time. And in some ways, I'm glad that they put up this, this wall and they dissociated. So they didn't have to feel that because in their environments, they had, they didn't have the luxury to have that. So for me, what's funny is as all my health problems are coming up, so, okay, I'm dealing with digestive issues. I also learned after (laughs) I've been having these digestive issues that they are probably coming from extreme hypermobility. And like, that's a developmental issue because of however, I don't know, however I was developed when I was born. (laughs) And it's crazy because throughout all these health issues, I've been trying to fight for my for myself. I've been telling everyone that I'm not just overthinking. I've been trying to tell everyone that like just to believe me, to take me seriously and to like and that my feelings matter basically. And I keep it, it keeps falling on deaf ears. And I keep getting frustrated all over the place. But, okay, two things. Number one, I have learned that not everybody can show up for you because they just don't have the capacity to because they can't think the way you do and they don't have the education. They don't have the emotional wisdom, I guess. And you have to keep going and realize there are some people who are right for you and you just can't keep fixating on the people who aren't. Now, if they harm you, then yeah, you got to fight for yourself. But otherwise, let them go. Yeah, and number two, I realized that a lot of the things, like what was holding me back from getting better help, what was holding me back from letting go was all this trapped trauma in my body, which is the thing that was making me sick sick in the first place. All this trapped trauma and like is also a bunch of trapped, like unhealthy responses. So the other day I ended up having kind of just a tantrum and I was having this tantrum because I just felt like I had an accumulation of health problems and life adulting problems, relationship problems. And it just felt like no one was there to really hear me or take care of me or to seek out if I was okay purposely. Because usually what happens is people do that after I help them first. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't be blaming those people anymore. I should be blaming my choices and my choice of people. But I keep having this habit of either like picking people who aren't right for me or just holding on to resentment or or tricking myself into believing that everyone in the world's going to be selfish like that. And and also thinking that I'm a victim essentially. 
And while I need to fight for myself and it is frustrating and no one can take that away from me and my symptoms are very real, I feel like I'm living really rigidly. I'm living very close-minded in some ways and I'm having all of these repeated patterns of unhealthy behaviors coming at me and I keep repeating the unhealthy reactions to them. And what I have to do is actually just train my body to react differently. Because if you think about it, obviously, if you're always putting yourself in relationships where you're going to be upset, where you're always going to be anxious, where you're going to be a little resentful, where you're going to be depressed, your body will feel all that too. And long-term depression and anxiety could lead to probably digestive problems. I'm sure it's like neuro, like psychosomatic, you know, like. And so in that way, the repeated emotions create health problems. And not only that, but there are a lot of habits that have been picked up that like, that have been passed down that I'm trying to break. So for example, I noticed that my sister, even my parents have had hobbies that aren't just the thing that makes them money. But I don't think any of them have really pursued their actual passions. And I know that's really basic, but like I think about it a little bit deeper. How is that affecting their life? Well, for long periods of time, they will be on their phones messaging other people and honestly, trying to impress other people, trying to look good for other people, trying to show off money to other people. And and then let's say they actually enjoy music or they want to see a movie or like, or like singing a song. And it takes them forever to get to do that. And it would take them forever to actually go out and do what they want or to, or to do something to let themselves get something that they like. Like I've seen like my sister chalk her herself out of singing a lot or like or buying herself like a purse or whatever that she wants because she just honestly thinks too much about what other people think. And I know everybody has some version of that, but like the fact that she she will just put off what she actually wants to do for long periods of time. And I see the fear and I see a depression kind of settling in from that. It's really sad. And like what happens with my family members, they'll just kind of sit there too. They'll sit there and like watch TV or watch their social media, but not engage in something they're passionate about just in front of themselves with themselves. And that's what I've been running into as a problem too. So I am writing a screenplay. I am relearning how to like play music, write songs, and I ultimately want to be in entertainment. And I'm passionate about it and I know that I am. And like I at least even though I have depression and anxiety and I have perfectionistic procrastination, I will eventually get to what I like to do. But then I'll have days where I absolutely don't want to touch it. And it's from you know, being perfectionist and not wanting to mess up, but it's also from like not knowing how to truly enjoy something that's right in front of me just for me. 
because I might have maybe the first 10 minutes of engaging in an activity and and then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I love this thing. And like, I love, you know, playing the guitar and learning the guitar. And then after those 10 minutes, my mind will go to what other people will think of me. It goes into perfectionist mode. It will put myself on the stage. It will just make the entire experience about other people's perception of me. And then I don't enjoy it anymore. And that happens with almost everything I do. But in especially in those cases, the things that I love to do, I struggle to allow them to be just for me. And so, but I am trying to break that habit at the same time as trying to heal my body. And according to some spiritual gurus, this all makes sense at the same time. Like... In order to actually heal my physical self, I have to heal the habits that made me resentful, that made me always react to things like I was in emergency survival mode. Because all all of this neurological, you know, all of my trauma responses are probably contributing to either making me sick or choosing the wrong people and the wrong and reacting the wrong way to doctors or not knowing how to react. Like all of my trauma responses are keeping me from finding a better path to better health. And I can't just get healthy by pushing my way through it. I have to get healthy by changing my habits and my outlook on life. And I know a lot of people say that, but literally that is the exact problem. If I don't if I don't learn how to express my emotions, balance them, and let go of resentments, I will continue to get sicker. Okay, yeah, sorry, that was really intense. But, <laughs> but okay, something that happened the other day, I, I was having trouble at the physical therapist, like, and I knew, I've known for a while that, like, like, exercises won't work because like my rib cage and my pelvis aren't aligned and I've told the physical therapist that but for some reason like when I wasn't working out well the other day I couldn't bring myself to tell him that it still wasn't working and I think it was because he had heard me say that a couple times before and I can tell he was a little frustrated and he was very high energy and I was just like I'm gonna kill his vibe I talked to a therapist about this the other day and she was like you mean you didn't want to feel like a burden? Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to feel like a burden at all. And because of that, I talked, like, I immediately had this habit of just, like, not not speaking up for myself. And thus getting, continuing to allow myself to get sicker and not get answers. Again, that's very simple. But, like, I mean, other things like that, like... I accepted being around, like, I spend a lot of time with somebody who's very anxious and makes me anxious and, like, and I often don't feel heard a lot. And, like, at, like the next day, I felt myself getting really angry. And, and, like, that was when I had that episode of, like, spilling over and, like, like exploding with emotion from everything that I was dealing with. And I realized that, like, I needed to be listened to more. I shouldn't have spent the day doing that for other people. 
I didn't, I wish I had my time back. It makes me sad. It makes me sad that I feel like we all can't just enjoy our own company. And I feel like it's not necessarily a bad thing because I think each member of my family really helps other people. And we're all purposeful and important. But it just feels like there's such a block to actually engaging in activities just to make ourselves happy. And that's the thing that I want to break. I want to be able to make myself happy just for me. And I want to be present with good health. You know, I was thinking the other day, I was getting a little depressed and I was thinking like, I don't want to keep learning how to do things right. I don't want to learn anymore. And I think what I really meant was, I don't want to meet anyone's expectations anymore and put the pressure to learn in, you know, to learn everything right. I want to instead be able to move and breathe without this extra bit of pressure to do them all correctly. Like my dream right now, like after years of throwing everything that I caught up at my health and, and my career and getting people to be, I don't know, in healthy relationships with me. Like all I want right now is to be able to have a day where I got a really nice, well-rested, not achy, not weird, I don't know, hypermobility symptom night of sleep. I enjoy food and digest it all well without being afraid of what I'm putting into my body. I feel and look healthy and well energized. And I engage in doing things that I like throughout the day without being so burdened by feeling stiff or about what I'm going to do next or texting people in between whatever I'm doing. And then I go out and I have good social interactions with people and enjoy them. And I'm not feeling like I have to prepare or be on or something. I just want my body to feel good and to react well to everything. And in that way, that's, that's kind of the bare minimum, isn't it? But we, none of us really prioritize that. We prioritize, I got to show up for the world, but not really. I got to show up. My body needs to be, I want to show up in my body. And that's why that that podcaster who who's talking about embodiment, that really hit home for me because I'm tired of having to learn everything for everybody else. I want to learn how to make my body feel good and how to be, feel good in it. And in that way, I can be my best self for everybody else. It's funny, like, it's crazy how much healing I've been doing in the past couple of years and I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of my family for doing because they've been doing their healing too and opening up even if it's gonna it's hard to and maybe they won't reach a level of emotional availability in some ways I don't want them to because that just opens up to like oh my god I'm depressed for all these things that have been happening for all these years but I don't know for me but I feel like My way to better health is allowing myself to honor my emotions. 
and to break the curse of ignoring me and ignoring my needs. Yeah, I guess that's what ha I already have been doing my whole life and I just gotta keep going. All right, well, peace and love. Till next time, stay healthy, stay well. Bye-bye.